Oui, oui. Baguette, Eiffel Tower, croissant. <laughs> okay, nothing. Are we good? Are we going? Yeah. All right. Hello. How are you? Me? I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Oh, you know, mediocre at best. Oh? Oh, you know, I've been sick all week. That's fun. No, it's not. Yeah, I know. I I'm just trying to make it feel better. <laughs> I skipped every single one of my classes this week. Ooh. Yeah. It's about to be finals. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. I hope. I mean. <laughs> Dude, so I'm in statistics right now. And, like, I'm pretty good at math, okay? Like, for the – because, you know, you usually have four tests every semester. Um, your second one's usually your midterm, and your fourth one's usually your final. Mm-hmm. And then you have a test in between. But um, – so I went to class every day before my first test. Um, and – or no, no, no. I went to about half of the classes before the first test. And I got a 101. Like, I did a really, really, really well on that test, and everyone else pretty much bombed it because my teacher isn't the best. I just understand math. Um, but, like, he literally walked in on the first day and apologized to us because we got stuck with him as a teacher. Like, he knows he's not a good teacher. You need to do some soul searching if you're still that. a teacher. Um, everybody else bombed it. I got a 101, pulled it out of my ass. Before the second test, I went to, I think, one class. And I think I left early. (laughs) And so the day before the test, I, like, skimmed through the chapters, like, twice. And I got a 93 on it. Keep in mind, everybody else after the first test went to more classes. And I went to less. (laughs) (laughs) I got a 93 on it. Um, Everyone else failed it. And now he's giving us, like, take-home tests. Like, he let us redo it and, like... And then we have, we don't have a third test. We have a final. And that's it. Oh. It's like, bro, you can't have three grades in the grade book. That's insane. Dude, this class is a trip and a half. It's, mm-mm. It's statistics. He, he's he got to know you need a lot of, like, <laughs> points. It's not bad, though. How's your week? My week was cool. But, um, we did a lot of really late nights for homework in one of in the art building as I'm not in an art major but <laughs> I would go with all my friends who are mm-hmm. and like Adam and other people we would just sit at the art building till two in the morning what'd you have to do with the, why did it have to be the art building specifically well they had like drafting and stuff to oh. do so they needed the the supplies and like the tables to have it done correctly mm-hmm. and I was just tagging along because I didn't <laughs> want to be left out so so you're an architect now yeah, I'm pretty much a professional. Absolutely. No, I actually did my podcast research at the art building the night oh, before we that's got so here. Productive. So that's what I did while they were doing schoolwork. I got bored thing. of my schoolwork and said, I'm going to look up scary stuff. <laughs> Dude, um, is, this the, is this the first episode we've recorded since it actually dropped? Yeah, it is. Yeah. The the response to the podcast so far has been overwhelmingly positive. I'm glad. 
It's been a lot of a lot of friends. We had yeah. a listening party, me and my friends at school. Oh wait, that's so cute. We we watched we listened to the first episode just sitting in my roommate's we my sweet mate's room. Mm-hmm. And we just like goofed off while we listened to it, that's did so some cute. homework. And then we've we've listened to it again since then, doing mm-hmm. homework another time in the room. What have they said about it? They really like it. I think we joke around a lot mm-hmm. about it, but a lot of, like have talked about it, and people have really enjoyed the stories yeah. and like how in depth we've gone. So we'll just keep on keeping on. <laughs> Same. I got a lot of um, multiple of my because I say a similar deal. Like the podcast dropped, and you know I was a little apprehensive when it dropped because you know everyone will say like, "Oh, I'll listen to it." I wasn't super hopeful that that was actually going to happen because it was two hours like I can't ask someone to take two hours out of their day but an overwhelming amount of my friends actually went through and listened to it and every single one of them had nothing but good things to say um and then when episode four came out I was having like Erin we're gonna say her (laughs) name I might cut out the last name yeah but um Erin um actually like posted on snapchat with the little eye roll emoji and was like oh finally like episode four dropped i love her (laughs) my my sister was texting me like as soon as she finished them like the next day after Mm -hmm. they had dropped the three and then was like texting that she really needed wednesday to come for episode four you see that's so nice (laughs) (laughs) my friend we, we actually dropped it the day before it was like 10 o'clock the day before Mm -hmm. some of them came out a little bit early yeah the Uh, scheduling got messed up between spotify and itunes yeah so some of them were out a little bit early and my friend ty i kid you not like it came out two hours later he texted (laughs) and he's like it's so good and i was like bro it's the day before it's not supposed to be out how did you even find it already it was an accident but um yeah i got when i so I post a little bit the Spotify specifically. I'm a Spotify user. There's a separate Spotify account for the podcast. And since I follow it from my personal account, I got a little notification that episode four was out. Yeah. <laughs> and I almost started crying. I was like, this is the coolest thing. That's so fun. I had friends saying that our voices were very calming. That's surprising. That? Just knowing us. And we're yelling. <laughs> Most of the time it's like, why? <laughs> like it's just violently. When I was editing, it, I think it was episode three when you did Date Love's Pass. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of, like I had to go through and individually take down all of my yelling. And specifically <laughs> there's one moment where I threw my head back and at the top of my lungs yelled, what? Like, I had to edit it was so um, funny. episode four. Oh, that was a must have been a trip. Yeah, with the when we get to the twist at the end, I won't give it away just mm-hmm. in case you haven't heard it and are somehow on this one. Um, but <laughs> dude, some people listen like to podcasts in reverse order. We talked about that. That's so weird. Cuz they listen from newest to oldest, but But yeah, I hit that part and you had yelled so loud when I got to my twist. I was like, "Oh no." Gonna <laughs> I went through and I went through I can show you also after. Don't let me forget to show you audition stuff before we leave but like I went through and keyframed every individual one it was so funny um and I was like I like editing our podcast specifically because like my uh, my roommate will sit upstairs on my bed will be like playing their switch and stuff and I'll be editing and 
giggling like a fucking madman the whole I laugh time. at myself. I guess it's because I have my sense of humor. Yeah. Or, like, I'll giggle the whole time we're, we're doing it about what we're doing. Yeah. And it works well. I think it's episode three, specifically. There's a minute where um, we say, oh, we need an intermission. Elevator music. And then elevator music plays. And then we come back. And I'm eating a cookie. And I'm like, okay, and we're back now. And you're like, um, should you wait until the cookie's done? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> intermission again. And then the elevator music comes back. It's good. Lucille got a kick out of that. But, yeah, it's been overwhelmingly positive, and thank you to everyone who has listened. We haven't said it in a while, too, but if you like it, leave us an iTunes review. Please. And I know I know some people have already left, like, the star reviews, which is also um, incredibly helpful. But if you can go through and actually, like, leave a comment on it, that also helps the algorithm. Like, you can do two things to help us instead of just the stars. Yeah, if you have time... You know, it helps us out. We can keep doing this. If not, no stress. Yeah. It's whatever works. It's so fun. It oh, is fun. It's so fun. Honestly, if nobody listened, I'd be, like, still recording it. Because we yeah. do it anyway. <laughs> we talk about it anyway. Literally. We do this anyway. And, re- like, it just adds a different... This, I told Lucille when we started it, that this is, like, gifted kid burnout's dream. Yeah. I was talking about that the other day. I was, like, in, like um in high school and stuff you got projects where you could edit stuff or Mm -hmm. you could make little videos or you can make you know you got something to to make and it took a a a process like how Mm -hmm. this takes a process it's not just sit down and you're done yeah it's not a worksheet and you kind of lose that as you get older like you don't get to keep doing projects so this is a way for us to keep like having stuff to edit and work on and Mm -hmm. like make something into a final project that we really enjoy yeah and I think it's the greatest thing ever because it's like without that you you get gifted kid burnout yeah that plus it's like all of the how many I can only speak for myself but I know that my hobby is going on wikipedia tirades oh yeah like I will go down a hole about cases and things like that like this is just that but now I get to also info dump about something I found super interesting. I have an excuse to, like, look that. into something for two hours and then rant about it. Right. It's just, like, it's almost like the pro- the podcast is, like, a byproduct of our own interests and, like, values. And that's super cool. It gives us something productive to do with it, which is just really great because you, that- you don't have to, like put aside your interest to do something else productive because you feel like you're not doing something right or not doing something helpful towards like what you want to do like we're both in college and we Mm -hmm. both put our schoolwork first but it now lets us have something else to also put priority towards that that we really enjoy and kind of do anyway when we have spare time so it kind of lets us have the the really high levels of fulfillment from all of it Plus, it forces you to come visit me. Yeah, we're over <laughs> a lot now. <laughs> we dyed our hair last night. We did. I have partially purple hair right now. And mine is clear. No, it's partially pink. <laughs> no, it's clear. It, and then Adam's is half and half. Yeah, like Again. Cruella DeVille. It was for a little while, and then it wasn't. It was like growing out, and it looked mm-hmm. really weird. Now it's half and half. It looks really good, though. Now it- you kind of know what we look like. Oh, no, we're triangulating. <laughs> They're going to see two people walking down the street. One has pink hair, one has purple hair. And when do like, we ah. ever walk down the street? You know what? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> you can, I'll give you that one. 
I have not left my house willfully in like a year at least. <laughs> I mean, it has been a global pandemic. Yeah. Every time I leave, it's against my will. Like I have to go to grocery go shopping Ugh. so I don't starve. We Speaking don't of starve. that, I didn't even mean to do that. We played Don't Starve earlier. Not sponsored, but please sponsor us. Like <laughs> we are obsessed with that. Everybody game. go play that game, even if they don't sponsor it's us. It's so fun. Add us on Steam. Or we'll probably stream it at some point, I'm sure. That, that'd be such a good game for us to stream. Can that be the first game we stream? Totally. Okay. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> We've decided. Don't listen in on that. That's spoilers. <gasps> spoilers. Oh, okay. But I wanted to tell you once the mics were on. Um, I have a surprise for also for you and also Adam. I think they're waiting for us at the house. I have to check the mail. I got us stickers. <gasps> yeah. What? Of um, what? Of our Spotify. Like the the picture that's on Spotify with our morbid and mundane. That's so yeah, cool. I'm it, so excited. They're really cool. I ordered ten of them. We don't need to record right now. Let's just go <laughs> play with stickers. I ordered ten of them, um, just as a flat. So I'm gonna send y'all home with some. I'm gonna keep one for Aaron and probably like a few other people who I know who have listened to it. And then you guys can give some to Grayson and your people who have been supporting us. Yay! It's so cute. That's so fun. <laughs> I'm gonna stick one to the elevator in the parking tower. <laughs> So people go These were just tests. I wanted to see, like, the size and stuff, so I only got a small amount. Um, I'm going to order some more, and then I want to order, like, different, like, shapes and a few little ghosty goo designs. Um, our, with our, our ghosty goo designs that we got. Yeah. And then there was one episode where every other thing we said, we were like, that's a sticker. <laughs> that can go on a sticker. That was episode five? I think it's – was it? It's got to be. It was the Ben Franklin one. Yeah, episode five. Yeah. We should. That's not something you should say on a horror. The Ben Franklin one. When we get to the horror about Ben Franklin, yeah, that one. That's, that's when we make stickers. That's weird. But we could we could totally set up like a, a red bubble or something. Yeah. To get those out in a, a a way that's not too demanding on us now that we're yeah trying to do finals and stuff right now. Ugh, I don't want to do finals. Me either. Next week's dead week, and I'm a little scared. What's the date? I think next week is also our dead week. It is. We have the same. Oh, we have because we have this. Fuck. Yeah, well, our schedule. We our last days are the same last days. My finals are way closer than I thought. Oh, I'm sorry to to throw that at you. That's two weeks. Yeah, we have two weeks left. I have school. an entire advertising campaign to design and also record, edit, and produce. <laughs> no, an entire advertising campaign. Good luck. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm dropping out. No, I can't drop. do this anymore. Uh, okay. Well, what else have you done this week? Or are we ready to start? We could be ready to start. Or we could be ready to start. <laughs> I, was, I, I thought about it. I was like, we have been. We've talked yeah. about we've We've hit a couple boxes. We've hit a couple notes. We can start. I'm down right. to start. All right. What do you what do you have for me today? Um, I have something that I think you've heard about but probably don't know much about. I think you've said that literally every episode. Um or me. And you know what? Hasn't it been true every episode? Fuck you. It has <laughs> been true every episode. Okay, I'm doing That should just be the description of the podcast at this point. We talk about things that you might have heard of, but probably not much. <laughs> so like <laughs> Is he laughing? Yeah. Is he laughing at us? Yeah. <laughs> We're funny? Whoa. We, our, our one live audience member. 
laugh. It's really gratifying, though, to have at least one person laugh. <laughs> now that we know, yeah. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. I'm very nervous about this person's name, just so we're also very clear before I even say it. Um, I watched a few different videos to see how to pronounce this person's name, and every person they interview said something different. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with the one that I heard the most of. Um, do you know who Healy Nelson is? Or Nielsen? Uh, I mean... Healy Nelson. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, it rings bells, but I don't know what bells. Oh, oh, don't you worry. I'm going to tell you which bells. This is, this one's going to be interesting. Um, you know what? I'm just going to start. I was okay. going to, I was going to say something. I'm just going to start. Go okay. for it. So our story takes place in Newtown, Connecticut in right. 1979. So the 80s. So Newtown this is true for pretty much, like, all of New England and that general area, but it's super peaceful. Um, lots of meadows and streams and not not many, like, violent crimes happen. So, like, there'll still be property crimes, petty thefts, things like that, but you're not going to yeah. have, like, a murder, especially here in this town. Like, it's just out of place. It Right. It's just really uncommon. No, not enough goes on there that, for something that. like that to happen. So specifically in this story, this is this story takes place in... Um, ni- so, okay. Okay, 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 okay. This story takes place in um, 85, I think. And at this point, nothing violent had happened since 1975 in the okay. town. So, so 10, ten years. years. It's a very privileged area at this time. Um, most families have nannies, maids, personal cooks, like things like that. Okay. Um, and most of the families and staff would or would would have staff and then like commute to work. So it wasn't like a mom staying at home with the kids kind of situation. Um, this is true of the family we're going to be talking about today. Helly Nielsen. Nelson, Nielsen. We don't say Nelson much. Nielsen, much. She gets married. Okay. Thankfully. Okay. Um, she was one of these people, though. She had met her husband at an airline convention in Miami. They dated for six years, and eventually they got married. His name is Richard. Um, they settled in Newtown and had three children. She is a flight attendant. Okay. So, you know, the they, she'd leave for, like, days yeah, you, you travel that. Yeah, um, overnight flights, things like that. So they had a nanny. Um, her nanny's name is Dawn Marie Thomas. But this family like looked to be the perfect family from the outside looking in. Like they were very active in the community. He was a part time police officer, but it, since he was only part time, he didn't do like actual like police things for lack of a better term he would be the person who would like go and check on vacant houses when families were out of town he would direct traffic sometimes sometimes assist at like car accidents but nothing crazy she was very beloved by the community she all three of her children went to school in the area and like for um for like career day she'd come in as like the flight attendant and the pilot and like that kind of situation she was really she was described as nice and warm um she was a working woman their family had a nanny and 
the the nanny was a stay at home. Her name was Dawn. So now that we've got all of the fun stuff out of the way, that was like the beginning of the horror movie when it's like they're the perfect family. The 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 setup. Yes, yeah. the setup. And yeah. then um, November eighteenth, nineteen eighty six. Okay. Bad things start. Oh okay. no. Um. So it was really late into the evening. We're not really late, but like evening. Okay. Um, she had just gotten off of a plane from Germany, was now home, and she was given a ride home from another flight attendant. Her whole family was home. They had just started dinner, um, and that night, it started to snow, like, really bad. It was a really bad snowstorm, which was really weird for the time, really weird for, like, because it was early November, you know? Yeah, was, I, when you said that, like, it was going to snow... I was like, there's no way. But we live in Louisiana. (laughs) Yeah. We never I thought about it. I was like, wait, no, this is Connecticut. That might be normal. So I was just. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I lived in Vermont for a while. So like snow, but, but like that's what I was about to say. So I just remember, you know, around November you'd get light snow. You know, you'd get enough to like put footprints on the ground, but nothing crazy. Usually it was really like, because, you know, snow is either like wet or it's packed like compactable yeah um it was usually really wet it would thaw or it would like mostly melt away by like the next day and you'd get snow like once a week or something like nothing crazy this was a blizzard so um it was it was a really 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 heavy snowstorm especially for the time of year it was super weird um and it caused widespread power outages in the area was the thing so the next morning, Richard, his the, the husband, Richard Kraft, he woke up to discover that Helly had already left for work, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Um. So he woke up the children and the nanny. He asks her to get ready because they're going to go to his sister's house for the day because his sister still had power. Okay. So we're going to get all the kids into the car and we're going to leave. Um. At that morning, she starts asking where Helly was. He says, oh, she, she, I guess she just left this morning or something. Um, maybe she had an early flight because her bags weren't there either. Like, So he drops Dawn, the nanny, and the children off at his sister's house in neighboring West Point because they still had power. He comes back home and starts working on the electricity. Um, when the blackout ends and he, like, everything's fixed up, he, the children are brought home. There's still no word from Helly. Okay. The last time she was seen alive was when she was dropped, dropped off at home the night before by her friend. Okay. So that, she disappeared sometime in between that car ride and the next morning. So two days later, um, she doesn't show up for work. And that's when all of her friends start getting a little, like, antsy. She's not known for doing that. So Trudy calls, her friend Trudy calls Richard to see if he knows where she is. And he tells Trudy that she actually just called from Europe. And she'd flown to Europe since her mom was sick in Denmark. And that's where she is. I thought he didn't know where <laughs> I'm, I'm a little confused about about this Richard guy. <laughs> Richard's a little he's a, he's a little sus. Um, but this is also what he told the children and Dawn. And I mean, it was true. That's where her mom lived. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he could get away with making up 
where the mom lived. So she's like in Australia or something. And the, they like, would oh, be like, mm, no, grandma absolutely. doesn't live there, dad. You're crazy. Um, okay. So he also mentioned, like to, to drive his story home, he mentioned that her car was parked at the same car park it usually was before she would take a flight. So she had obviously driven her car to the airport um, into that car park and gotten on a flight. So the car was where he said it was, and there were personal items inside, including the boots she was wearing when she got home from Germany. So the night before she went missing. Okay. Um, she never came back for the car, though, was the problem. So three days passed, and her friends noticed that the car was still exactly where it was sitting, um, and it was really uncharacteristic of her to just disappear without saying anything. Like, she was really sociable. Um, okay. So even if she had flown to Denmark to be with her mom, she would have probably given somebody a call or at the very least, like, notified her work, you know? Yeah. Um, so in December, her friends filed a missing person report. So like a month later? So it was mid-November. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So it was, um, I think it was a week, a week and a half, maybe okay. two, something around there. I want to say, so they filed, yes, yeah, so it was about 10 days. Okay. Um, so the news got a hold of the story, and crime was not a thing in this area, let alone a missing person. So they really took it and ran with it, especially because she was so beloved by the community, but they knew nothing, you know, like the media just knew she was missing had three children and like basic information but nothing more than that um least of all what was actually going on within the home what was actually going on in the home it's a good thing we have a podcast (laughs) so i can tell you i'm a little scared you should be (laughs) so from the outside they looked very happy um which was what the news was reporting on however what everyone did not know was that there were some things going on behind the scenes, specifically that Richard had had multiple affairs, um, but one long-standing one that had lasted 20 years. 20 years? Yeah. He wasn't even married to her for 20 years yet. Like, he was... That's crazy. He had been, like... Or maybe he was at this point. He just... It was very, very common for him. He was not known to be the type of guy to only be with one woman at one time. Okay. So sleazy. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. And what he would just, why the mom was away being a flight attendant. Yeah. And it was also like, she was also a flight attendant, the other woman. What? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like it was, he had a type. Um, so he had multiple affairs and... So this this is three months before her disappearance. Um, she starts suspecting something. So she goes to see a divorce divorce. We got there eventually. Ta-da. Ta-da. Um, why did I sound like I don't know what movie just played in my head, but all I see is a bunch of little bugs going ta-da. Bugs life when the roly polies pop out. The fact that you knew exactly what I could hear. <laughs> I don't. I can't tell you how many times we'd put on Bugs Life in class. But it was, I, I always sat in the back of the class. So I could never hear it. 
<laughs> so I just have like the visuals of bug li- bugs life like burned but into no my audio. eyes, but but no audio. <laughs> but I could tell by their little jazz hands that ta-da! they were they had to be saying something like ta-da. Okay, buddy. Um, but so she went to see a divorce lawyer, Diane Anderson, and Diane told her that she should get a private investigator. Oh. Um, so they wanted, because they wanted proof of the affair. So she hired a man named Keith Mayo, which is just an unfortunate <laughs> last name. Oh, no. He definitely got bullied in school, <laughs> and I'm just sorry about that. Keith is a good guy. We like Keith. Okay. We like Keith. He has a brilliant first name and a brilliant last name. Every time I see Keith, like, the word Keith, though, my brain immediately goes, this one time, me and my buddy Keith <laughs> no, from, from Left for Dead. From Left for Dead. <laughs> Dude, I remember the, I used to be a Rolodex with those stories. Like, I used to know all of them. All the Keith stories? Yeah, this one time, me and my buddy Keith. The only one I can remember now was the, the firework one where he got third degree burns all over his body. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I love that game. Such a good game. We should play that on stream. Um, so she hired Keith to get proof, to follow Richard and get proof of the affair, which he did. He got photographs of Richard with the other woman. Okay. So our gal served Richard with divorce papers, or at the very least she tried. Richard did not allow the sheriff to serve him. Um, he, he was, like, playing this weird game of, like, it's, like, roundabout. He was, like, he didn't allow the sheriff to serve him the first time, and then it was, oh, like, I'll set up an appointment, I'll come get served, never showed up, like, that kind of thing. Um, Just kind of, like, pushed it off. Yeah, he was prolonging the inevitable. He did not want the divorce to go through, though, um, especially he was worried about not seeing his children was the big thing. So she agreed to talk to him about the divorce when she got home from Germany. Oh, no. (laughs) So, Richard, uh, so we're back to the present now. Richard is still feeding her friends this story about her mom, even though an official missing persons report has been filed. So he's still feeding, like, no, 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 she's not missing. She's just visiting her mother. So one of her friends decided to call her mom. Smart. Smart. Um, She called Denmark. And learned that not only was her mom completely fine, she had not talked to her in several weeks. Oh, no. So they caught Richard in a pretty obvious lie. Yeah. Um, and they only got more suspicious of him with time. I'm already pretty suspicious As of you our Sir be. Richard. As you should be. They were aware that he had a pretty nasty temper, and she... Kelly had actually told some of them, if something happens to me, don't think it was an accident. Oh, we were talking about this a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. That's one of, like, the weirdest... Like, phenomena. Yeah, it was episode four. Um, and we were just talking... How to, like, when people go to work and be like, if I don't come back tomorrow, so-and-so killed me. That, it's... Hold on. I have to plug my iPad in or it's going to die. How do you, like... How do you function knowing somebody is probably going to kill you? You don't. (laughs) No, you just don't. There's no good way to operate. Like, the fact that 
Because at that point, it, I think the reason it hits me so hard is because at that point, there's literally nothing you can do except say, if I turn up dead, it was this person. Yeah, like, you can't prevent the actual death from happening. Yeah, because you have, like, you just have a feeling. There's nothing you can prove to be, like, that. I mean, you could try to be put under protection, and but, like, they still could find a way, just like that. in episode four. Rest in peace, episode four. <laughs> um, so, her friends, first of all, real ones, okay? They told the cops everything. They were like, yeah, this man's not great. Like, we know what the community thinks. We know how everyone views him. Um, I saw some some sources, not all of them, that part of the trouble with this case was the fact that he was a part-time cop. Uh, no one wanted to believe that he was capable of something monstrous. Yeah, especially in an area where you don't see a lot of crime. Especially, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you probably wouldn't think for the people handling the crime, you wouldn't think that would be your first big thing you ever right. deal with. So so they told the police everything, and then the police decided to investigate Richard. Um, and they brought him in for questioning, and essentially the questions were along the vein of, like, is she actually missing? Like, is she just in Denmark? Like, or where where is she? Like, what's going on? Um, he kept the same story that she had just got up and left that morning. But the police know, right, that that's a lie? Like, the friends told him that that was a lie? Yeah, the friends told him everything. But okay. he kept his story that he woke up the next morning and she was gone. I mean, the, the, the friends told the cops. The yeah, investigating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so the police knew that she wasn't actually in Denmark. They just wanted to know if she was actually missing. Or if Richard did know that she, where she was and was just telling the friends that she was in Denmark. Okay. Like if it was a different situation. He stuck to the same story that he woke up the morning after she would got home and she was already gone. Um, he thought she was on a flight, whatever. He consented to a lie detector test. How did he do? Um, so he took multiple and there was not an ounce of deception. Oh. So the polygraph examiners concluded that Richard legitimately did not know where she was. Um, and examiners should, like, or police investigators should look, else, should look somewhere else. Because this man does not know Anything. where she is. Yeah. Um, he did admit to lying about the story about Denmark. But he said it was because he didn't want to air dirty laundry. He didn't want to let people know that she wanted to leave him. Uh, so his whole thing was like I was embarrassed so I said that she was with her mom because I thought she'd just like up and left finally because of the issues with the divorce right um so he was cleared as a suspect so eventually the case was referred from the county to Connecticut State Police and they brought in forensic investigator Henry Lee do you know who that is you know who that is. I, like, when I was reading through the case, I was like, there's absolutely no way. Henry Lee is the guy who investigated, he's a forensic, like, a forensic scientist, um, John Bonet Ramsey, O.J. Oh. Simpson. Like, he's a big deal, and they brought in him. It's one of those names. Like we yeah. said, it rings a bell, but I'm not sure which right, bell. Right, right, But now I know who you're talking about, yeah. Um, so now the case had, like, a task force, essentially, um, missing, missing people are investigated by, like, gathering data. You know, you can't really gather evidence because they're missing. Yeah, you, you can't follow a trail that you don't know where to look. Right. So it's more like credit cards, phone bills, um, things like that. Mm -hmm. 
where where they might go friends like stuff like that so two weeks had passed by this point since since she'd be seen since she'd been seen alive and interviews were done with her family friends neighbors they started looking into financial records phone records anything they found nothing so then everything changed when the fire nation attacked crossover episode keith what happened with keith i thought we liked keith <laughs> the, the, the pause <laughs> everything that just happened like the domino <laughs> crossover episode keith <laughs> um keith mayo and don come to the police that's the private investigator and their nanny come to the police and Dawn tells the police that she'd seen stains on the carpet of the master bedroom. Carpet that Richard, instead of trying to clean, had torn out. That's suspicious. Completely. Mans cut the carpet out and... Why Dawn wait so long to say? Because he... That's what, so he told her it was a kerosene heater. Because the power went out that night and it was snowing. Oh. So they brought in kerosene heaters into the house. He told her that some kerosene had gotten onto the carpet. And instead of trying to clean it because that's gas, he wanted to just take it out. Okay. So she, she like, believed that for a while. Right. Until, until like, you know, the case started... Picking up. Pick, yeah. Picking up. Um, so he was honest with investigators. He told them the same story that Dawn told um that he cut it out and he brought it into a landfill keith being convinced that that's not what this was went to the dump to a landfill to find this fucking carpet he dug through yes oh my gosh keith's a Um, real one he brought it to investigators in the lab there was no trace evidence on the carpet though but i wrote in my notes but gold star for Keith. Keith was trying. He was. Keith was completely insistent that Richard was involved, and he kept pushing and pushing to That's the police. That's not even what Keith was hired for, and that. he's going above and beyond. But I guess it was because he had been hired to investigate the divorce, and then this woman just so happened to go missing. Like, yeah. to him, that must have been an obvious correlation. Yeah, he's probably like, oh, I'm just going to keep looking. I can help. Right. As a private investigator, it's my job. <laughs> So he he was completely insistent, and in the video I watched, someone even said that like his push and his insistence that this was something deeper um, is probably what kept them like keeping tabs on Richard. That's we so, love Keith. So they looked into credit card records, and the first thing the police found was that the day after the storm, Richard had brought a new comforter and new pillows. Oh, no. Which is weird. That is weird. They also found that during the storm, he'd rented a freezer, a U-Haul, and a wood chipper. I don't like those items together, considering what we're talking about. I don't I don't really like the story that that's setting up in my head that you just laid out for me with all that. <laughs> I don't like that. You don't like it? No. Really? I thought it would be fun. Mm Mm-mm. No. (laughs) So, the unusual purchases convinced the judge that there was probable cause for a search warrant. Probable. (laughs) He's unusual. (laughs) Nobody's like, ah, it's a blizzard. Let me just (laughs) order a a freezer and a wood chipper on Amazon after I 
you know, and the next day go pick up new pillows. It's a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, um, investigators waited until he was on vacation with his family in Florida because um, it, was, it was Christmas. So, they acted on the warrant and searched the house. They were really, really low-key about the whole thing, though. They didn't want to alert anybody or neighbors. Um, they also said that they wanted to wait until he was out of town because they didn't want the kids involved at all. Like, they did not want the kids to be home in case they did find something. That's nice for the kids. Um, the house was... <laughs> I can't wait to end this episode so with sad. the iPad falling. <laughs> okay um the house was a mess carpets had been ripped up furniture was all messed up and stuff had been burned in the fireplace like this did not look like a family home it looks like somebody did something bad (laughs) so there were two the way they described it was kind of confusing to me but from what i understood there were two bed frames there was a twin bed frame and a, a king bed frame and like the mattress was up against the wall or something like that. Um, regardless, they pull the mattress down and they notice that there's a blood stain on it. Um, so they cut it and took a sample. So DNA testing at this time was still like in its infancy. They couldn't directly match it. It was weird. Um, but they could prove that it was female and that it was O type. Type O. I'm type O. O negative. Isn't is that the universal donor or the universal universal donor but i can only have o negative right and then the other one is the opposite o positive can only be is universal to anything with positives oh i think it's not the exact opposite but o negative is the only one that can go to all of them because the negative means it doesn't have that protein on it weird and if blood it has to have O negative because it can't have that protein. Mm-hmm. So I would, if I had to get a transfusion, I would need O negative because if I got O positive, that pro- my body would attack that protein that oh. that positive represents. Yeah. I never understood how blood types work. How do we have different blood? It's like, di- you, you like how we have different color hair or eyes. It's a mutation that happened a while ago. And then your body just like, learns to fight off different things so like my body doesn't have anything to deal with that kind of protein so Mm. it views it as an outsider like it would a virus weird because it doesn't have any code body code to Mm -hmm. to deal with that weird i had to i I didn't have to i took a forensics class (laughs) and we we had a whole section on the the blood and sick okay um so they knew that her blood was on the mattress but they had nothing else to work off of. Um, there was no victim, no body, no motivate, no motor, no murder weapon. Got there eventually, and the sole motivation for Richard killing her would have been divorce, which was a, it's weird. It's weird. Then, dun dun dun, a break in the case. December 29th, a snowplow driver comes forward, and he recalled that on the night that she went missing. Um, they know he noticed a man in the middle of the storm, which was really weird. Yeah, you don't really go outside during a blizzard. There was a man working on a steel bridge. Um, the man also had a wood chipper. So it's Richard, and he w- <laughs> and he was pointing the chipper um, towards the lake below the bridge. 
and it was really bizarre because it was either really really late at night or really really early there was no power the only vehicles out were snow plows like it was weird so he took notice he even said because he couldn't tell that it was richard for sure but he even said he had a suspicion that it was richard um and as he drove past he called out richard's name and richard just kind of directed him to go around the snow or the around the wood chipper that's on a bridge that's on a bridge in the middle of a snowstorm are you kidding me <laughs> i hate this <laughs> so um so after after this man comes forward they begin to investigate the lake and they start sifting through these piles of wood chips by like the lake shore um so he did chip some wood yeah amongst other things no i i'm getting that okay. i'm getting what you're laying down but like was yeah he he it, it was a lot of stuff chipped okay um like mail was in there too like it was not just one thing but so it was super okay so he also worked like clearing out lots and stuff so him having a wood chipper was not that okay. weird so he would go and chip like debris um to get rid of and stuff it's why it was like he'd rented this wood chipper before like it was okay yeah it was a thing um so See, when that's you why told me he he got a wood chipper i was like okay arrest him yes like, <laughs> okay like if i went out and bought a wood chipper that'd be weird yeah that's why they said unusual right. okay but they had that a, makes more sense to me now they had a paper trail too of like they could prove that he'd rented this wood chipper from this place before and okay. used it and returned it um, okay the the truck also wasn't that weird because like moving heavy loads yeah moving debris that. makes sense so um they started sifting through these piles on the lakeshore um the media noticed and a bunch of reporters actually went down there and reporters said because this happened over the course of days um, there was a reporter who was interviewed and she was talking about how like when she showed up on the scene she can remember watching these investigators with their little gloves on sifting through piles and piles of nothing just hoping to, hoping find, to find something um henry lee was saying that like they were out there for days in the freezing it was december in connecticut like these Jeez. people were cold right next to a lake like sifting in the world yeah oh my gosh um, so their work paid off, though, I'm because glad. they found 56 little bone chips, um, oh, no. 2,660 bleach-haired, bleached hairs, a tooth with a dental crown, part of a finger, um, and half of a toenail. That's he chipped her. Huh? He chipped her. <laughs> Like, I knew that's where it was going, <laughs> but to hear it, like, laid out, that's... Ins- oh, it gets worse somehow. Don't worry. I paint a very pretty picture for you later. All right. Keep going. <laughs> we'll get to the picture. We'll get to the picture. So, this was less than three ounces of human material. This is, like, nothing, um, but it it is what put this case together. They also found shredded mail from her mom. Um... They also found a piece of blue-green fabric, which, according to the nanny, matched her favorite nightgown. And they found, they had nail polish on the toenail, which they matched to nail polish they found in the house. Like, this was her. Yeah. Um, so now, they had a quote-unquote body. Kind of. 
studying the bone chips said that no ordinary instrument could create these types of fractures. Which we already knew. We knew. Because we knew that there was a wood chipper involved. We did hear that part. Um, only something industrial could have done that. The you wood know, chipper? Like a wood chipper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and the hair on her head, or on the, the hair they found matched the hair from the hairbrush. Like it was bleach treated. Like she bleached okay. her hair. Um, in the lake, divers, divers went into the lake, found a chainsaw. Found a chainsaw. And that chainsaw had human material on it. Is that the murder weapon? God only knows. Um, so, the serial number had been removed from this chainsaw. Through, through a process, they were able to retrieve it. And they went back to the store that it was purchased from. The clerk brings out the receipt. It's $499. And it was signed by none other then Richard. Richard bought the train saw. But watching, it was Henry Lee in the interview I was watching talked about finding this specifically. He can still recite the serial number for this chainsaw. That's insane. This case happened in the 80s and he just rattled it off in the interview and he was like, you never forget a piece of evidence like that because that's when I knew we had him. Yeah, that's... Because you got crazy. the receipt. Yeah, <laughs> literally a physical <laughs> a receipt. A receipt from the store. Um, so... A prosecution for homicide uh, requires official ter- determination of like d- d- uh, official determination of death of an alleged victim. Um, typically, this is done by identifying the body. That wasn't available in this case, but with the help of a dentist, the tooth crown um, on the water's edge was matched to her, and this evidence allowed Connecticut to issue a death certificate for her. Okay. On January 13th of 1987. Okay. Um, so he was finally charged. Richard was finally charged. <laughs> Richard Graft was finally charged with something. Yes. They could finally fucking arrest him um, the same day that this <laughs> death, the, the same day. They weren't day, waiting. They were getting down to business. Her death certificate dropped and they were at this man's house i hate to use the word dropped <laughs> like it's some merch they dropped it like i hate that um keeping keeping uh keep out keep an eye on our social media guys we're gonna drop my death certificate <laughs> when i die it'll be up there <laughs> oh my god um but january 13th 1987 he was arrested around like they showed up to his house around midnight um he would not come out of the house I could assume so. Yeah. The way he dodged a divorce paper. <laughs> I'm sure he's dodging arrest. That he stayed inside for half an hour. Um, they wanted to avoid confrontation because of the children. Okay. Like, they didn't want to barge in, but he did eventually come out. Um, media from all over the country showed up when this trial started. The trial was covered all over. There was so much evidence. <laughs> so much evidence. Um henry lee specifically ow henry lee specifically said he testified for five to six consecutive days because he was like forensic because there was so much forensic evidence (laughs) they just had to go through so much that the trial itself lasted four and a half months with hundreds of witnesses um and pieces of evidence and there were 17 days of deliberation, which at that point was the longest in state history. Wow. One juror 
refused to continue. He walked out. Um, it was around dinner time. He said he was done. Jeez. He said he didn't want to talk anymore and that he would acquit and that he wouldn't he would not be his mind could not be changed. He didn't want to hear any of it. He wow. just wanted to be done with it. Wow. Um, so the judge had no choice but to declare it a mistrial. Or else he was gonna be acquitted. Jeez. So another trial began. Um, a little ways away to avoid bias to jurors and despite so despite all of the actual like physical evidence they had they had to essentially like make up the murder itself Mm -hmm. so they decided to recreate the murder like what they thought happened in the courtroom and this is what they said comes up as follows she comes home from her trip they said that that night or early the next morning the couple began to argue and richard assaulted her and killed her in the house hitting her at least twice with a blunt object some say it was a hammer um there was a pool of blood on the floor which makes sense as to why he'd rip the carpet out so what did he do with the body you might ask um he put it in a freezer for a full day in the backyard because it's really difficult to cut a fresh body with a chainsaw. But if you cut a frozen body, you can just cut up nice little pieces. Oh, no. Um, so he cut her up into sections. The next morning, he woke up and he brought his children and the nanny to his sister's house. Spent the whole day prepar- preparing for the disposal. He was actually supposed to get the kids at like 2 and he didn't get them until that evening. Um, because it was taking too much time. So he rented, <laughs> he rented all the tools, he got the U-Haul, um, came back, got her into the U-Haul, into, or into like the actual like chipper in the U-Haul, and then brought her out. Um, and then he fed her body, piece by piece, through the wood chipper. Jesus. So some, there are two different stories I saw. Um, Wikipedia said that he probably fed, like, the the wood chipper was probably pointing into the U-Haul, and then he shoveled, um, shoveled it out, and then some say that the, the wood chipper was pointed, like, actually towards the lake and was spitting it out into the lake, but either way. That's crazy. Either way, he put her through a wood chipper. That's insane. Um, and, uh. Um, to prepare for the trial, also, side note, I thought this was cool, a state medical examiner, uh, Wayne Carver, got a pig carcass and fed it through a wood chipper to see if it would fragment bone that way. Um, surprise, surprise, it did. Good to know. Um, and so the the consensus that most people come up to is, like, if he had not been seen on the bridge that night, he probably would have gotten away with it. Yeah, that like the snowplow yeah. driver really Cause he came in clutch. That, because like, they saw him with the wood chipper, and that's what led them to the lake, which is where which they found got the bone fragments. evidence. Right. So, other than that, he, I, mean, I don't want to say it have... was smart, because no... But he almost, just because of circumstance, would have just been that, able to, like, walk away from it. Um, he was completely 
cool the entire time in court. I hate when it's like that. It's so eerie to listen to people talk about. Just completely stone-faced. We talked about that with in the first episode with the Amato case Mm -hmm. with Grant. He was he just was stone cold the entire time. It's it's just the creepiest thing. But is it? It makes you look like when I think of of court cases. You know, like I feel like there's only. Is it worse when they react? I don't know, but like. For, for in the Amato case, his older brother is up on the stand crying, like yeah. bawling his eyes out. And you're going to just sit there and not react? Right. That's... But that's like, I feel like that disconnects them even further. And I'm... So, the the I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if they're up on the... Uh, not up on the stand. If they're in that courtroom and they're reacting to it, how many killers do we hear about who are reacting in a way that's like remorseful? Like, they're either pleased with themselves or they're completely glazed over, disconnected from what they did and how they did it. Is that worse or better I don't even for them know. to be disconnected? Or they're Ted Bundy and they're proposing in the courtroom. We don't <laughs> – we don't need to go there. Side note. Um, but he was cool the entire time in court. He didn't react when he was found guilty. He was found guilty November twentieth, 1989, sentenced to 50 years in prison. Um, he was released in January 2020. <laughs> oh, no. And is now in a halfway house in Connecticut. Yeah. I thought it was going to end with, like, a, and I could tell you he's still in prison, yada, yada, yada. No, no. man's just out after yeah, wood chipping his wife. He was released last year. That's insane. And he's still in Connecticut. Yeah, at least get out of there. Right. Leave before you get wood chipped by the other people in the community how do you wood chip someone and then just get released <laughs> later this case is like the reason i thought you would have heard of it is because it's literally called the wood chipper murder because it's a thing but i didn't want to tell you that because then you'd know then i would know that it the wood, it chip- wood chipper i was oh waiting god i was waiting to be able to say and he rented the wood chipper <laughs> and to watch your face have the realization of where this story was well you going. said freezer and i was like okay so he did it and then you said go call and i was like okay obviously to move the wood the the freezer i mean and then you said wood chipper and i said just in my brain just like Oh no! <laughs> That's where this is going. I like I, at the first item. I was like, okay, so he he did it. Yeah. And then you get to the last item, and I'm like, oh, he did it. And then like did a lot more than he really needed to do right. for anybody. Literally. That's insane. And then he didn't get away with it because he just dumped it all in the lake. Right. Like, I I don't know. I hate everything about this case. That's... I hate it so much. And but that's a good point that if nobody saw him dumping that, it over the bridge, would they have gotten to the water in time? The guy who said that, the quote that I pulled that from was... And it took them days to find what little they found. That. The quote that I pulled, the one about the if he, if he hadn't been seen, he probably would have gotten away with it. The guy who said that actually wrote like a book on this case, like has researched this case. And that's the conclusion he came to. That's crazy. If that one person had not seen Richard on the bridge, they would have had nothing to convict him. I want to read that book. Him. That sounds yeah, so it's good. It's called The Woodchipper Murder. I'm down. Um, we can have a book club with it. Dude, I want to I want to go through and read like books about um like some of the, the some of the, like I want like the analysis of it. But I also want to read like My Friend Dahmer, you know? Yeah. Like the guy who grew up with Jeffrey Dahmer. That it's got to be so interesting. Right. It's mm-mm. no thank you. 
So what did you think? I, that's so insane. That's a good one. (laughs) Like, not to be disrespectful, but that's just, like, such an interesting, it was over divorce, too. Like, how, what was so bad that you, you kill somebody and then put them through a wood chipper? Right. When it's just, like, to to me, it's just over a divorce paper, you know, you settle it in court. Right. People aren't happy with it, you know, it's a sad thing, but it's life. But then you go and murder someone chainsaw them and then wood chipper that's like three things that just you normally nobody would even think of it's one of those things that like that's crazy and now like even now 20 years later we still don't know what happened 30 years later 30 years later we still don't know what happened that night yeah you're not you can't ever be sure we and he's alive like just admit to it bro we know you put your wife through a wood chipper like yeah you you got please tell us like why at least give give something closure i guess it's closure to him to like not have said it though you know you could look at it that way that he still hasn't said i wood chippered somebody that's insane that's crazy wood chippered wood chipped wood Wood chipped chipped? i don't know i don't think i want to know how to say that (laughs) because i don't think anybody should be wood chipped so (laughs) What a what a bold opinion to have. I know how controversial. How brave. I know. I uh, you know it took a lot for me to come out here and say that to you today. But I don't think anybody should go through a wood chipper. A wood chipper. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Okay. Adam, do you need an intermission? Adam got wood chipped. Adam got wood chipped. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. There he is. Does he? Do you need an intermission? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Intermission. And a brief intermission. Bam. Adam, are you settled? He said, yep. His little ponytail waved. All right. So. And my- we're back. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to. Inter- okay. Do it and again. we're back. No, stop doing the last <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> leave that whole thing in (laughs) okay 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 i have a conspiracy theory i'm so excited again kind of like when i did date loves you know how there was a lot of conspiracy Mm -hmm. at the end like i went through a couple of different ones this is a similar thing there's not like there's not like just one main conspiracy theory there's just like a i went through some of the really good ones Okay. Of, like, what had happened. So, I'll just jump right in. Do you know what Deepwater Horizon is? Dude, does that name ring any bells? Is is that a boat? No. So, it's not that cruise ship that went missing? No. I have no idea what this is. Um, It might, you know, you, you might know it better as the BP oil spill rig. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, um, and I know you know what that is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's the rig that exploded and caused the BP oil spill. Okay. Um, It was smack dab in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. Like, if you look on a map, it is directly in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, It was owned by a company called Transocean, and it was built in 2001. And I was born in 2001. So I was like, how fun is that? We're the same age. (laughs) Or we would be if it didn't explode. (laughs) When are you going (laughs) to explode? Oh, no. We did quote (laughs) I won. I beat. <laughs> you beat BP. <laughs> yeah, Thank I you, win. BP. Um, in 
2009, the rig made the world record for deepest oil well drilled Okay. in history. Um, what I saw didn't say, I don't think that record's been broken, but it could have been. I might have just not looked hard enough. On <laughs> <laughs> um, April 20th, 2010, 11 years ago, okay. a blowout caused the rig to explode, and it got another world record. It caused the biggest marine oil spill ever. Yeah. So that's two world records. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, it did explode in 2010. It did. Yeah. Um, the well wasn't capped until July 15th. So it was spewing oil into the ocean for four months. What the fuck? Isn't that insane? That's so... I didn't know it lasted that long. Yeah, it was long. It wasn't just all spilled at once. It was just dumping it into into the ocean. It was a terrible thing. I've made a lot of jokes, but it was very terrible. No, like, genuinely. All I can see as you're talking about it is those commercials with the ducks covered in it's oil. It's so sad. I just want to The Dawn cry. Dish Show commercials. Yeah. It's so sad. Um, the the resultant slick was 57,000 miles squared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I read it. So, um, But, yeah, it, it polluted 1,100 miles of shoreline. It hit Louisiana first, but it was a huge oil slick, and it destroyed a lot of coastline. Yeah. Like, you still don't go to the beach in Louisiana anymore. It's, like, wasn't good. Dispersants were used, so they're pretty much, like, detergents for the oil. Uh It works the same way. Like, soap works. It breaks it down into very small particles, Mm -hmm. and it's that way it's more easily, like, biodegradable or easy to get cleaned up in other ways by dispersing it like that so they're just called dispersants um some of the oil could not be removed either it was just they couldn't get deep enough it was in hard spots to reach or if clean getting down there to clean it up would destroy more stuff than okay like it would hurt more than it would help to to clean it from that area to scrub that area would just kill everything else in the area I hate human beings. Uh, right? This story just makes me hate human Why beings. Why are we the way that we are? To make it worse, it happened <laughs> <laughs> two days before Earth Day, which is just <laughs> sad. Also, Earth Day was two Earth days Day ago. Just Happy Earth Day. <laughs> I, the Earth Day cake pops sold out at Starbucks, like, within minutes. That's um, wonderful. I was so upset that I, I didn't on get Earth one. Day? We went to the park on Earth Day. We had a nice little... I went to work. How fun. No. <laughs> Contributing to capitalism. I was about to say those exact same words. <laughs> Doing the opposite of Earth Day. Um, some of the, the um, marine life in the Gulf, like we said, still shows signs of contamination. And there is still oil in the Gulf. And some of it will probably be there forever. It was like, it's a bad thing that happened Mm -hmm. that oil spill will it destroyed a lot and it really sucks that it happened but it's still contaminating animals to this day i hate that we got to get on top of it everybody go later it yeah 11 years it's it's 2021 yeah 11 years later (laughs) i had to think about it though it was like 10 years oil on them (laughs) oh no and it was, you know, the cause of it was said to be a blowout. So what that is, is when 
system failures or pressure buildup causes the rig to spew oil. Okay. And that caused, um, it, it spewed oil and gas that was also coming up. Mm-hmm. And since some of the um, sparks or turning on a light somewhere caused the gas to ignite and make oh. a huge explosion. And then a fire that was inextinguishable for like a couple of days, I think. Yeah. I think it was four days. So it was, uh, that's what a blowout is. I thought I would describe it. But that was said to be the cause. And now is when we get into some of the fun theories about what actually caused it. Um, There's, I, wait, I did not know there were conspiracies about this. I didn't either. And so when I was on Wikipedia going through conspiracy list, Mm -hmm. just scrolling down and I saw deep water horizon in parentheses, the BP oil spill. (laughs) I was a little confused. <laughs> like we we live in Louisiana, so yeah. we were that the coastline here was hit really hard. I remember right. talking about it growing up, like and watching the commercials and asking why we couldn't go to the we couldn't get in the water at the beach and mm-hmm. being told about the oil spill. Like I I very much yeah. remember that information. So to hear that there's conspiracy theories about it that I've never heard. Right. I thought it was just like a done deal. Like it exploded. No, there's a lot. Okay. I've picked some good ones. I'm here excited. For you. I did not expect this at all. <laughs> no. Like, and not even a little bit. I thought it kind of fit with uh, Earth Day being two days ago for us. Oh, um, how thoughtful to talk about something that really damaged the Earth. I know. Yeah, I mean, I put a body into a wood chipper into a lake. I'm just gonna use this as a say. Go do good. Go pick up trash at the beach. <laughs> Be nice to the planet, please. This stuff happens. At least do your part, please. I hate right. human beings. We're going to start with some, like, pretty run-of-the-mill conspiracy theories. Some people believe North Korea torpedoed <laughs> the rig with okay. a submarine, uh, a suicide submarine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they. Uh, that was a sentence. Yeah, but, it would, like, it's your, your, you know, another country out to get the U.S. Right. kind of conspiracy theory. But they believe North Korea used a submarine transported in a cargo ship that was headed to Venezuela. Okay. The ship did go off course and head closer to the, the rig, but probably because of storms or just being yeah. pushed off course. But the, the theory says that uh, a submarine hidden in the cargo ship was deployed, torpedoed the rig, hid near hid underneath the rig, and then detonated. Wild. So it was suicide submarine. Gotcha. Um why is a good question there. <laughs> why? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to ask why. But that's what I asked. I was like, why would North Korea want to hit this rig specifically? Yeah. Because it it, it you could say it was to hit the U.S. because it was through the U.S. that they were able to build there. Mm-hmm. But TransOcean is owned by Hyundai, which is a South Korean industry. Oh. So they were trying to attack South Korea through that, more likely, if that theory was true. Okay. So, yeah. So maybe North Korea caused the BP oil spill. A sentence. A maybe. Another one is Russia which is a very run-of-the-mill conspiracy yeah. theory, is that Russia trying to, to show off to the U.S. blew oh. it up in a very similar way with suicide submarines or maybe just a submarine that mm-hmm. wasn't technically a sub- suicide one uh, to, to just show off to the U.S. or scare the U.S. into mm-hmm. doing something. Um, another fun one is that people believe the U.S. government 
to allow itself to gain further control of the oil industry? I believe it. <laughs> I'm sold on that one. No, that one. You don't have to explain it any further. You could tell me that any single one of, like, the world disasters was the U.S. government, and I'd completely believe it. Yeah. 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 Not, yeah. They, the, the theory was that they wanted to push further energy control and oil control on not only themselves, but the world. Okay. By saying, oh, look what happened here. We're going to make deals. You know, you can't do this. You can't do this. Mm -hmm. And further allow itself to have control over stuff like that. Makes sense. Um, I'm sold. Something, (laughs) a piece of evidence that stuck out to me from this one was that the SWAT team was sent to the rig. It exploded and then they sent in the SWAT team. Why? Which just seems like there's something going on. Maybe it wasn't the U.S., but maybe it was another no, but like, someone why involved. The SWAT team. Why not? Wait like, a second. Some like rescue or some the like SWAT the team. Like the Coast Guard or something. Isn't that weird? That's a little strange. They just said, you, you know, know, at first I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun, but now you're convincing me that the U.S. government <laughs> the US did it. The U.S. government did it. <laughs> it was all uh, a thing by the u.s government you did tell me that date love's pass was because of the u.s government i would completely believe i it. did i did tell you, you that told this, me it was the russian government i told you it was the cia oh you did i believe i it. did tell you it was <laughs> like, i'm so i'm sold i'm sold uh a, a similar theory is that big business played a part so not only the u.s but like world big business okay uh was doing it to control stocks or control the market with oil or put more control into that stock or that field um a lot of evidence here is that a lot of people sold their stock in bp days before it happened whoa isn't that interesting whoa wait a second even the bp chief executive sold some of his stock what (laughs) yeah 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 what i'm just gonna slide that one in there okay so something definitely did happen wait i'm so people sold their stock i'm so gullible (laughs) i'm so easy to convince of anything but like you those okay at first i okay i'm so easy to convince anything anything literally like you could tell me that it says orange on the ceiling right now and i would believe you and i would look look (laughs) i checked you had to check (laughs) like at first i was like okay this is gonna be fun like it's just gonna be some fun little theories the moon landing was fake Ah, and then i pulled out the evidence and then you pulled that one that one specifically they sold the i read that i was like no they didn't yeah it was it could not have been an accident if they knew something was gonna happen i mean if the stock was falling and that's when people sold out of fear is what the 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 cover up there is executive I mean, sometimes you got to do stuff to keep your business afloat. That's so sketchy. That is. That's so fucking sketchy. Yeah. So. Whoa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Another really popular theory is that it was eco-warriors controlled the event to bring down BP and other oil industry. Like, to to attack the oil industry itself – because okay. Earth Day was two days later, to say, look at how they're destroying the Earth. We have to do something right now. Let's push this. Let's get more control. Okay. My my issue with that is, like, why would eco-warriors so set on helping the planet do something so detrimental? Yeah, that does not make sense to me. I, like, I can see where people push it. Like, but it's like... Want to say, like... 
when things like this happen, when disasters like this happen, you have to think of who stands to gain. Yeah. Like, the only thing you gain is, what, support from support. people? That's why it kind of get gets pushed into not eco-warriors, but people saying that, like, an attack on, on not green energy. So maybe not people looking at the, the planet side of it, uh-huh. but looking at the energy side of it and maybe didn't think about how awful the consequences of blowing up an oil rig would be right to the environment they're just thinking about like green energy and not really right the the environmental part of it so that's kind of where the line got drawn there but I still s- i can understand i can't but see i don't that. buy that one yeah that was one of the ones i had a hard time but it seemed pretty popular online like Weird. that one was push but i couldn't find any like strong evidence like the the stocks one that made you me know. go okay so they did it so they did it yeah um if they knew i can't get over that they knew something they just knew something was gonna happen are you ready for our next one our next theory oh no you're looking at me funny (laughs) do you want to know the next like pretty popular theory of who did it god (laughs) (laughs) i read that and i was like what do you mean god what (laughs) it just said god (laughs) what Okay, so (laughs) lay it all out for me, please. (laughs) People believe that the explosion was God cursing America. You know what? I buy it. Exactly. It's God attacking, you know what? I'm not even religious, but you know what? Pop off. We kind of deserve it. (laughs) Yeah, at that point, yeah. Um, But one of the the biggest pieces of evidence there is that uh, the day before, April 19th, was was Israel celebrating its independence okay on that day like it was like how we have Independence Day it was their Independence Day celebration Good for Israel and the U.S. declared that it would no longer be um automatically supporting Israel in the U.N. so it was now saying that they weren't going to automatically like follow them or be allied with them wow. anymore we're assholes they just dropped them on their like birthday pretty much <laughs> right so it was God cursing them for. <laughs> this is so inappropriate, but you know what just played in my head when you said that? What? You remember Potential Breakup Song by Ali and AJ? Oh, no. <laughs> the lyric of, um, the, um, oh, fuck. The, she says, um. Except for the fact it was my birthday. My <gasps> stupid birthday. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Wait. So America comes out and just drops Israel on their birthday. Their stupid birthday. And then the the quote from the Bible is God to, to Abraham saying, uh, and whoever curses you, I will curse, pretty much. Talking about the great nation that Abraham oh. will build, which is Israel. Israel. Yeah. Okay, so people believe that God blew up the Deepwater Horizon rig. But, okay, the only thing I, I, I have to say against that is, like, why wouldn't it be somewhere in, like, D.C. or something, you know? Like, that's not... If the U.S. government made The that, U.S. did have, like, it, it was... The, the company who built the rig was... It was built in South Korea, right. but it was... 
for American industry, if that makes sense. It was through American control, but like built by, they like contracted them pretty but much to run the rig. When I So America was still like the main proponent of it. But when I think punish America, I don't think blow up an oil rig in the Gulf of Mexico, which is like almost like it's obviously not out of the country but like yeah. you know what i mean i and i'm not religious but it again goes back I to do by god i, I do buy that i could, <laughs> i will feed into that yeah divine but, intervention is so funny to me i'm all for i it. thought that was i read that and i was like this is crazy i have to share that one but like but god again it goes back to like the eco warriors one why would he want to destroy the world again i'm not religious planet. yeah but uh, and like how you said, when you could just like blow up DC, right? <laughs> Don't do that. But but I, yeah, this is not a threat. <laughs> but it just it seems. I see where they're coming from. I buy it, and that's a crazy completely. conspiracy theory that was really fun to share. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I buy it completely. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> it was either big business or God. If this is an MLM, I'm I'm buying in. <laughs> <laughs> It was either big business or God. Yeah, That's mean. the title of this episode. <laughs> it was either big business, God, or the wood chipper. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the wood chipper. Um, another one that I think is really fun is that the rig was exploded to initiate biological warfare on the whole planet. Okay, elaborate? Uh, it was, uh, okay, it's believed that the dispersants were used that were used to clean up, right? The, mm-hmm. the stuff that breaks it down contained more toxic chemicals or contained more chemicals than that that was shared. And um, that when hurricanes would pass through the Gulf, it would pick up and stir up this chemical mm-hmm. that was in the dispersants and could be used to poison like parts of the population to either like control over population or to take out target areas of the population like if it was russia and they know hurricanes usually head to america in that in the gulf Mm -hmm. that's where the hurricanes are going if the hurricanes in the gulf why does (laughs) it's always louisiana i know we would have get like yeah we would have gotten destroyed if there was some a poisonous hurricane yeah that's insane that's crazy (laughs) imagine hurricane katrina but it's poison imagine like listening to the weather being like oh yeah also this hurricane will kill you if you if it if it goes by you it's raining acid bro yeah yeah i don't disbelieve that it seems pretty like like, I see what they're saying. Biological warfare does make sense to me. The the and it goes further into saying those tiny droplets formed by the dispersants are the like the the it's what soap forms. It's called like missile not missiles. Measles or whatever. It's like the little little pocket that soap creates around dirt. Okay. That's how it would break stuff up. It's breaking down on like a, an atomic level. It's breaking its surrounding parts like atoms. Okay. And surrounding it and breaking it apart. So those little packages it creates are um, extremely affected at delivering hydrophobic drugs into the human body. Oh. Because hydrophobic is afraid of water. Right. And we're mostly water. Right. But when you form this packet around it with this chemical, you can now get that into the human body. Right. So was anyone poisoned? 
I'm still alive. I can tell you that much. I mean, ditto. <laughs> but, like, there's no, like, I looked into it, it but couldn't yeah. find anything that was substantial. Was like, if there was actually any evidence of anybody getting huge sick. thing. Maybe the, the thing is that the hurricanes haven't hit that area well enough. Right. Maybe Weird. it needs another. You, you need a lot of it in your system, so it takes a couple of hurricanes. But I don't know. That one's pretty fun. Uh, and if death were to occur, it would probably be blamed on ingesting the oil. The oil Ooh. being picked up by the hurricane and not a toxin being brought in, especially if, you know, with uneducation, yeah. people would be straight to, oh, well, there's oil in the Gulf. It was obviously that. Yeah. So the public would, would rally on that. With Weird. The, so that was the theory behind uh, biological warfare. I'm sold. It's it's got to be all of them. No, it's, it was God. No, I believe God initiating the biological warfare on America. Right, it's and punishment. big business. It was God. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's what we've concluded. We've solved it. Absolutely, it has to be. Um, all of the above. <laughs> e all of the above. It was North Korea and Russia and the U.S. working against like together but against each other against the u.s no everybody against the u.s Mm. and then god tag teamed in and then big business was like heck yeah look it just makes sense obviously they all committed biological warfare on themselves i mean each other it's completely obvious and spelled out for us and i'm determined i'm disappointed that we didn't get there sooner exactly it just took a oil spill yeah very bad oil spill. Terrible oil the spill. The worst oil spill ever in history. Um, this one's pretty fun, too. Uh, the BP oil incident is believed by some conspiracy theorists to have caused the start of the, the first mass extinction event of the Earth in millions of years. What? This one's pretty cool. Elaborate. Okay, so... Where, where the oil spilled, there's a huge methane bubble believed to be in the ocean under where the oil spilled. Okay. Due to the explosion and the oil being shot up through the seafloor, the bubble, the conspiracy theorists believe the bubble has been dislodged <gasps> and can now rise to the surface. Okay. If it rises to the surface and ignites, it would explode and pollute the atmosphere and cause extinction predicted to be like make 96 percent of life on earth extinct fuck isn't that insane on the bright side we're close to like we're close to it so like we'd be out pretty fast we'd be good like the explosion will probably take us out and we won't have to deal with the the extremely toxic atmosphere yeah i'm thankful yeah what (laughs) i'm wait you'd poison the atmosphere with a methane explosion this kind of mass extinction event is is one of the likely candidates for the permian triassic extinction event Mm -hmm. so what wiped out not the dinosaurs but a lot of them like not all of them not the ones that we think of when you hear dinosaurs but all the stuff right before them megafauna yeah, all your big insects. Yeah, like it, the it big wiped, stuff, not the not, not the dinosaurs. The, the stuff that happened before with the huge insects and the big birds. A lot of um, at this point, it's still a lot of marine life 
mm-hmm. the planet and a lot of that's wiped out but it said upwards of like um it was a, oh, i can't remember the statistic but it was almost all the insects were wiped out mm-hmm. all the huge ones which i mean i'm thankful for now yeah but oh, yeah i wake <laughs> up every day and think thank god <laughs> there's, there's no not a giant, giant insects anymore mm-hmm. a giant wasp but yeah that that um that event is uh believed to have caused 80 to 90 percent of life to go extinct on earth okay and that this is one of the uh major theories behind that event it's still heavily debated what really caused that one but this is one of the major ones argued for right it's like a a big methane a methane bubble bubble being dislodged and causing a like poisoning the atmosphere so the bp oil spill could have initiated that and that bubble could be in the process of dislodging and rising to the surface okay a lot of people believe that it was initiated and that it's irreversible and that we are just waiting for it to reach the surface at this point some people believe that it was dislodged some and that some of the methane might escape but not all of it but if something else were to happen that it would dislodge the rest of it so we're on the brink of it but some people believed it's already started now i'm very paranoid i am too i thought i'd i wanted to share that one so everyone would be paranoid about the methane bubble in the ocean did you know that's what they believe the bermuda triangle is is methane in the ocean i thought the bermuda triangle was like magnets or something to do with the magnetic i think that like i think it's just like how the the um because wait wait sorry there's different theories about how it works because there's a bermuda triangle i okay this is gonna sound super stupid because i know very little about what i'm about to say but didn't they find a similar effect from the bermuda triangle also somewhere else i'm not sure because I, I thought that that's how they knew it was something to do with the poles, like the way the magnetic... I've heard the, I've heard the pole one, but I've also heard a theory that it's methane vents in the bottom of the ocean, and when it, that methane is, is lighter, so it naturally wants to rise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it rises, it causes the boats t- or to sink. Oh, it also causes methane's lighter than oxygen, so it cause if a lot of methane's there, the plane isn't made to fly in methane. It's made to fly in in oxygen in our atmosphere, which yeah. isn't all oxygen. No, it's mostly nitrogen. But it's but when you you disrupt it, yeah, it's it could you might need to go faster or slower for the same properties to work in a different chemical makeup of gas. Right. So I've heard that methane also be maybe the reason the triangle is Weird. a famous triangle weird we're gonna cover the bermuda triangle at yeah some this point. might be really wrong this is just what i remember talking about in school no i i've always found the bermuda triangle specifically we should do a, a special a bermuda oh, triangle I episode to. i would love come to. back uh eventually for the bermuda <laughs> triangle special Dude, because, like, there's so many things with that. Theories as to why it's the way it is. Stories about plane crashes. There's so many good stories about, like, stuff that's happened. Right. You know what just came into my head? Because I was like, oh, like, plane crashes. Like, Amelia Earhart. Do do you know how Amelia Earhart probably died? Coconut crabs. Coconut crabs? Why did I have to find that out on Tumblr? Have you ever seen a coconut crab? Huge. They're like, huge. Oh, my gosh. I love the picture if you've googled coconut crabs you've seen the picture but it's the one on the side of the trash can because yes! it's like the first one that pops up scary <laughs> scary, scary. Uh-uh. i ain't 
I believe it, though. I believe that she could have been eaten by coconut crabs. I, I'm not about to carnivores. try and... Yeah, they That's eat, also worse. I think they just eat anything. Yeah. They'll eat each other. They'll eat plants. They're like a human garbage disposal. They'll just eat what they can find. And that's why he's on the trash can. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. I hate the way this episode has gone. But, yeah, those are my, my theories behind the BP oil spill. I love that. Which one's your favorite? None of them. None God. of them? God. <laughs> it's I, God inducing the the final extinction is god is, is pressing the reset button on his sims game literally it didn't go well absolutely not i hate that they caused the oil spill and then god was like i'm putting methane in the ocean right there dude the ocean is genuinely the scariest thing in the world to me it's so sad that it's been so polluted though that you go watch videos of people like surfing and they can hold their hand out and trash will just collect on their arm that's disgusting and that's just on like the surface i i met i was lucky enough to meet an underwater archaeologist at a a summer camp i worked at and she uh her she specialized in shipwrecks she (gasps) would go and use underwater rovs which are remote operated vehicles so just little underwater robots pretty much mm-hmm. and explore shipwrecks sunken ships that have wound up on the bottom of the ocean and any kind of shipwreck so it could be a pirate ship or it could yeah. be like a a world war ii battleship right she's explored all of them mm-hmm. not all the ships but like all the kinds of yeah, ships I know what you mean. um she she was talking about she has never seen a site not completely polluted by human trash a lot of it construction but just like cans so every time you drop a soda can just know you're like polluting a shipwreck and killing fish that (laughs) next time you go to the beach pick up five pieces of trash or more you know do your part because it was just so sad to hear her say that though because I like skipped lunch just to talk to her and that was like we got on that that topic of like what's it like is how polluted is it down there and she she was talking about like it's it's usually filthy with human trash that they have to get through and like one time they thought they found a piece of fabric from a pirate ship and mm-hmm. were super excited and spent hours of a scientific excursion picking it up and it was just a t-shirt somebody had lost at the beach which those excursions have specific stops and are Mm -hmm. only there for a very specific amount of time so to waste hours of your time on trash right you lose thousands of dollars and history and yeah found they could have found they could have spent time she's discovered new kinds of uh anemones oh the lady i had talked to she um like, they do a lot of research on that kind of stuff. And to waste time sifting through trash or accidentally picking up trash, thinking it's something else. Yeah. It's just so sad. So sad. That makes me sad. Polluting it with chainsaws, like, earlier. Human <laughs> remains. You just don't do that. How don't. many bodies are in the ocean? It's a mass grave. Yo. And it's full of dead people and fish pee well first of all that (laughs) i watched a tiktok and i i was thinking about maybe doing it as a topic eventually but i don't think there's that much material but there are specific places in the world where you like want the girl who made the tiktok was talking about how her grandma will not set foot into the ocean because um there are stories of like specifically young women 
um, disappearing and then reappearing years later, like out of the ocean with no memory. And they blame it on mermaids, like a mermaid. I would blame it on mermaids. But they come back like well fed and taken care of and whatever. But there was one woman who was like her grandma said that she couldn't go back because they would take her again. Oh no! And it's like whoa. That's a lot. It's we'll like have some to alien shit. Cover mermaids too. Oh we no! Should I want to eventually. Bermuda Trial Mermaid episode. I would. Love I did not to say triangle do, right. Like I would love to talk. Take an episode to just talk about the ocean. We could probably do some good the, stuff. What's at the bottom of the Marianas Trench? A giant shark. Dude, I watched Meg. I know. Side note. <laughs> Lucille and I were gonna watch it and then we were like wait we can wait until Adam and Emily are here we really want to watch that documentary about SeaWorld I don't know if you've seen it it's on Netflix now though Blackfish oh no with the orcas Mm -hmm. we started (laughs) watching it and then we were like whoa whoa, whoa, we gotta also watch it tonight though I want to watch it but like the all we're saying is please be nice to the planet no seriously (laughs) Earth Day was two days ago for us it's like this is coming out a little bit later for yeah. you. Earth Day is April 22nd. So and there you go. My whole thing with it is like I know that like as individuals we can't really do much. Like just because I stopped using plastic doesn't mean that. But if we all or half of us stopped using plastic or if a quarter of us stopped using plastic. That. But if we also supported better industries. You know. Your like, money goes towards better places. Like. Exactly. Things like stop supporting like fossil fuels, like uh, advocating for greener energy, like doing the solar panel thing, like stop. Also, you know what I mean? A huge part of people not starting is they feel like they have to do everything. If all you can do right now is use a reusable grocery bag, then do that. You don't have to become an eco warrior, the perfect Mm -hmm. green energy person overnight. You know, take it by small steps. Buy a bamboo toothbrush as your first thing Mm -hmm. and then use your, your, reusable grocery bags or a laundry basket instead of using plastic bags you know take small steps and don't be hard on yourself because there's going to be times where you forget your reusable grocery bags and can use a plastic bag you know we're all humans and we all aren't perfect but if we can take if all of us even sometimes use a reusable grocery bag think about how many bags you you don't how many of the plastic bags you don't use you know you don't have to be perfect overnight with it right which is like a lot of reasons people don't start which is even if you can only do little things because of your situation it's on we understand everybody's going to understand that it's just do what you can and if you can't do anything right now you know make plans to do it in the future m's marine biology majors i know i i switched really showing through yeah i switched as you should and i completely agree with you and also i would like to add that um blame big business eat the rich eat the rich you ever get the opportunity <laughs> eat the rich um there is a very small list of the ones that will be left john mulaney's on it yes who other who are other safe rich people very few john mulaney john mulaney but like, i think that's it just i guess i also like if we're if we're doing the whole whatever right now educate yourselves yeah you know like i feel like we all convince ourselves of certain truths when it comes to like landfills and things like that we don't know what we're talking about we know what we've the information we've been force fed our entire lives and the information we are fed are is coming directly from the people who want us to believe a certain way like, we have to make sure that we're informed and we know. 
like why there's an energy crisis and things like that yeah makes Um, sense we have access to clean and renewable energy why aren't we using it like that kind of thing you know that if you get solar panels they'll buy the energy back from you at the end of the month if you have excess you can literally be paid for using solar panels whoa a lot of people don't know that you know you'd like you can there's a lot that you just don't know because people who own the other businesses want to stay in control so that information is shut out that so who was the guy i don't know why we went on the tirade but we went on the rockefeller owned oil was he oil or iron i thought it was oil because it was i just remember that drawing of the octopus how i don't remember and it was broken up into eight you know what i mean yeah I know what you're talking about, but I don't. <laughs> That's I'm. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I just associate our tirade with that. That. <laughs> All right. Well, this episode took some turns. Um, we had a wood chipper. We had the BP oil spill. <laughs> the BP oil spill. We had a cameo from God. That was the last thing I expected you to come up with. I expected you to sit down and be like, oh, I had another. Aliens. I had another really crazy one, but I did this one because we just had Earth Day. Oh. <laughs> What was the other one? I can't tell you because I'm going to do it eventually. You should tell me. I'll forget. I won't look it up. Spy lizards? What? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> see you guys next time. <laughs> Follow <Wait>. us. <laughs> Spy lizards. <laughs> Follow uh. us on, uh, you asked for it. Follow us on our social media. <laughs> the Morbid and the Mundane on Instagram. Um, our Instagram is so cute. Even if you don't listen also to our podcast on YouTube, it would do us a lot uh, of help if you could follow us on YouTube, right. subscribe to us, just so other people can see it on that platform. Kind of like give it some... Give the algorithm some juice. Uh, yeah, give it a boost yeah. up there, even if that's not how you listen to it. And also there will be new stuff and like exclusive stuff on there eventually. Yeah. Not right now because we're fresh out of the gate, but... There, there will be some some fun stuff on there. So if you can go ahead and give us a subscribe there, also, it would really help us out. YouTube is unique in the sense that you can comment. Yeah. Like, I, I know we just said, like, comment, whatever. But, like, I've already checked to see if, like, my friends have put comments under them. That. Um, like, if you're listening and we say something, like, you can timestamp it and make a comment on it and we will see it and we will know exactly what episode you're talking about, exactly what moment. It's a little bit more seen than, like, an iTunes review. Exactly. And you and we know, like, not everybody's going to email with a question. Right. But, like... Just like how Discord is for us to communicate with you, YouTube's another great place to to get that Speaking with the timestamp. Let's plug the Discord. <laughs> we um, didn't do that. This is like the first episode we didn't say Discord right. twenty times. Discord. Um, we already have our first one through four episodes. They're Google Drive links, so you can click, um, get directly to the folder of the episode and see any like material or whatever that we want you to see um, with that episode, pictures, videos, things like that. It's really convenient. It's a really convenient spot. There's also channels for listener stories. Like, we want to hear what you guys have gone through, what you guys think. And there's other channels for, like, more spooky-related, like, yeah. games and content Movies. and that stuff. So, it's really a hub. It's a fun place to be. It is. I changed my profile picture on Discord to a ghost to... <gasps> to Because it was Naruto. <laughs> Mine's Freddy from... Scooby-Doo. I thought iCarly. No, no. (laughs) It's like him. It's the meme one that him in front of the Las Vegas sign. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What happens in Vegas? Happens in Vegas. Stays in Vegas. (laughs) Nope. Just happens. (laughs) It just happens. It's not staying. It's not staying. (laughs) Okay. All right. Oh.
Are we? We can. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you so to much. To episode six. Come back next Wednesday for episode seven. I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but God knows it's going to be something fun. It will be. Maybe. Might involve another wood chipper. I hope not. I hope there's not multiple <laughs> wood chipper stories. I'm sure I could find another one. I'm sure one. we could. I'm sure we could, actually. All right. Well, good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>